0: In today's episode of the Innovation Studio podcast, we're talking with Swania Pacheco, engineering and chemistry instructor, who's going to talk to us about the value in STEM education and online design. Welcome, Swania. We're glad you're here.
1: Hi, thank you for having me.
0: (laughs) So as we continue our conversation on um, innovation really being more about creating new value, or capturing value in new or different ways? I'm going to start with the question. Swania, when you hear the word value, just generally speaking, what do you think of?
1: I think about different things. One is the moral values of people that people have in general in life, in a society. I also think about doing things ethically about how much something is worth for you. And in nowadays, it's hard to not think of the value of the monetary value of things, like how much something cost.
0: Right. When you hear the word paired with education, how does that change your definition of value?
1: I think about how important education is for someone and how can someone use their education to move up in life and to achieve their dreams
0: and with technology how do you think technology um, either affects that value or um, uh, achieves that value or is paired with education
1: i think um When I pair value with technology, I think of how technology can serve um, society, how it can be used for the benefit of society. And in many cases, you need education in order to be able to create that technology to be able to serve the society. And I think nowadays COVID vaccines are a perfect example for that of having value in technology, having that value of helping the people and giving them that beneficial to health that they need.
0: In your in an instructional design of your course, your course design um, in your disciplines of um, either engineering or chemistry or both, um, just I guess any STEM field in general. Um, How do you see, how do you see the value of what you create and um, uh, do in your classes?
1: I think one of the first things I try to do is to tell students about respect and remember that every person is going to be different. They're going to have different backgrounds, different ideas. So, they need to respect each other in order to be able to move forward and get to that point where they can understand this is what I need to do. Um, I also tell them about working with other people. They're going to be doing it in school, they're going to be doing it in life, they're going to be doing it in work. So, having those, learning how to communicate with others, how to treat others well and with respect is something that I value and I that I try to tell the students that I value that a lot, that I value teamwork as well. Um, So for some of the assignments, I try to put group components and I do self-assessments so the students self-assess how they work and also how the other team members work so they can kind of compare this is how i'm doing and this is how others see me as i am doing and this is how i feel others are doing in terms of sharing all the all the things they have to do during an assignment
0: Walk us through a, a module or an activity or a course and um, that you've designed and, and point out where you see uh, value for the student and how that might be measured.
1: So I have two ideas that are coming to mind. Um, one is because it's on innovation. <laughs> So it obviously is the same topic, and it's for my intro to engineering class. I have students um, learn about different problems that are occurring in the world and that they have been occurring since many times, like energy and how to some places it's hard to get energy, or they can apply it to something new, like technology and they need to come with a problem and an idea to solve that problem. They don't have to actually solve them, but kind of to get in that creative path of what they can do. And I gave them as much space they need. And it's sometimes a little bit harder for them because it's so open and they're sometimes used to have really nice structure under their assignments um, so i also made i give them like a month or sometimes five weeks to do the assignment since i know it's going to be hard for them to get used to that much freedom but at the end they end up coming with ideas that surprise me um, and that they surprise each other like some of them were thinking about using virtual reality as a tool for physical health treatment. So they can have like a virtual coach that will tell them all the exercises that they need to do at home. Or one of them um, was thinking to create, uh, several of the students, we live in a rural area. So they have farm animals. And one thing they were talking about is that during winter, the water in the droughts will freeze and they have to manually bring water to the animals. So having a heater in the drought will not allow the water to freeze. So they created or they kind of model a solar system to have a water heater for the animals and those are things that are usable they can see it working so and i will not think of those because i i did not grow up in a farm (laughs) so also having each student's history and background coming into play it's something that i i value a lot and i believe students will value because they see this is where i come from and i can see it using engineering and Another thing that I've been doing since we moved to online, I've been trying to look for things that students can have access at home to do their chemistry experiments. And one the students enjoy a lot was to make candy. (laughs) So one of the topics in Chemistry 2 is crystallization. And I have the students make sugar candy to learn about how sugar crystallizes and it's a fun experiment since they're doing it at home and it's edible, so after they see it, they can eat it. And I think that's nothing better <laughs> than being able to eat your experiment.
0: Exactly, sounds like a yummy, um, yummy uh, assignment. Yes. And, and what kind of feedback do you get back from the students on, on those types of um, assignments?
1: So I think the feedback changes because when they're starting, they hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and they're saying, how am I going to do this? And like, you can do it. <laughs> so they they need that encouragement. They're, they need that positivity. And when they're mid through or at the end, they said, oh my God, and I enjoy this so much. Oh, I love these experiments. We shouldn't have to do more things like this. <laughs> like, yes, <laughs> so it's it's a process. So, but I, I see that they, they do enjoy it at the end and they do learn a lot about it.
0: How did they share that back with you? Do they have to video or do they
1: They, they write that? it. So I'm making them do reflections. So at the end of each assignment, they do a reflection. Um, and then that's how I get their feedback. And usually the once at the beginning are because they emailed them to me or they told them to me during our Zoom meetings when they're having problems. And then once everything is done and I get the feedback, I see that change.
0: So where do you get your ideas for how to create this, this engaging type of activity in your class?
1: um from several places (laughs) um sometimes i i google them i i know the topic and i try to remember what i did for that topic when i was in school and if i like it or if i didn't like it and then if i like it i try to look for the same experiments or a similar one and if i didn't like it then i try to look for an activity in the same topic but that could be a little bit more fun or more easy to do if i found it was too difficult so it it depends i have some of my textbooks from when i was an undergrad so i sometimes take a few ideas from there as well
0: do you think that this conversation would be different if you didn't teach in the stem disciplines
1: um It may be different on the activities itself, but I think it will be similar in the sense that I will still value similar aspects like teamwork, respect to each other, communication. Um, So those known as soft skills, I will keep the same, but the The applied skills will be different depending on the class, but the general skills that can be transferred from one class to another will stay the same.
0: So I'm curious, as you copy a course from one semester to the next, how do you measure where the value was and what do you do to revise or uh, change it for the next term?
1: So I usually have students tell me about what they like, what they didn't like at the end of a semester. So I try to keep the things that they like and the things that they didn't like. I do kind of like assess assessment on how necessary that is. And not only if they like it, but if they actually learn because if they didn't like it, but they showed that they learn a lot on it, I still keep the class. I still keep that assignment. Um, But if they show that they didn't learn and on top of that, they didn't like it, I will take that out and then create a different assignment.
0: Would you say your, your measure is both student feedback and mastery demonstration then? Yes. Is, are there any other things that that influence that for you
1: um trying to think no i do assess their mastery in different ways um because i for some assignments i will see if they improve um for example the innovation assignment that i give in the Intro to engineering course um, they have to do a first draft, a second draft and a final draft. So I see if they have been improving between drafts. And I notice that between the first and second draft, they don't improve as much. So now I'm doing only a first draft and a final draft. So. It's still a mastery assessment, but it's in a formative way, so it. It depends on the class.
0: <laughs> okay, all right. Your, um, you know, your discipline, uh, your subject areas being, um, being STEM focused. What would your advice be to someone who was new to teaching in these disciplines?
1: Be patient, <laughs> um, and think about when you were a student and how did you feel in that position and try to not give the idea of, I learned that this way, so I need to teach this way, but know that if that worked for you, it may work for the students, but there are some students that are different, so it may not work for them. So you need to be open to new ideas, to what is out there in terms of different ways of teaching. Um, I've been reading about cultural inclusivity in the classroom and about how this new generation is. There are a lot of online. They do TikToks, and they do Twitter, and they they don't do as much Facebook as you will think, which that hurt me. (laughs) <laughs> it made me feel old. <laughs> um, so kind of moving with the new generation, um, I allowed my students to do TikToks in the classroom when we were face-to-face. <laughs> so tell it, us more about that. Um, so for um, for chemistry, I had a few students that were a lot into TikTok. <laughs> and a few times they were like, I want to record you while you're doing an example. Like, okay, (laughs) you have to share it with class and then she will record me doing an example and she will post it on TikTok. (laughs) Um, So it was kind of let the students be who they are and kind of including that into the classroom because it's going to make it more fun for them so that way, my word of thought is that if they see it more fun, they're going to accept it easier and therefore they're going to learn more.
0: So the fun factor might add some value. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yes, I think it will. Yeah, I have them playing with balloons as well in chemistry. Um, so there's the vesper structures. Of- <laughs> Of molecules and it's basically how molecules look at an atomic level and how the electrons look. and they look like balloons. Um, so I bring balloons to the classroom and I have the students make models of the molecules using balloons and after they finish they start drawing on the balloons. so <laughs> <laughs> so they start playing with the balloons after the assignment is over. So it's, it's kind of like a I was going to say uh, I'm kind of like their what they their reward. <laughs> I was going to say like their reward for finishing the assignment it's playing with what is left over. <laughs>
0: Well, it certainly keeps their interest, right? Yes. Yes. Any final comments on um, value and innovation and what drives what?
1: Um, I think keep in mind that everyone is different and who you are, but also try to tell the students to be themselves um, in the classroom and and to be creative, and to let students be creative—that's
0: definitely be fun. <laughs> That's hitting those uh, higher, higher blooms, isn't it? Yes, <laughs> creativity—that's what we all want—is uh, for our students to to uh, exhibit higher order thinking. Yes. Well, Swania, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. We have been with uh, Swadia Pacheco, engineering and chemistry instructor who teaches in STEM disciplines and subject areas in Western North Carolina. Thank you.
1: Thank you.